Hi, I'm Vanessa Anderson. And I'm Stephanie Cooley. It's time to give ourselves a moment to be real, to express all of motherhood. Mothering is beautiful. It's wonderful. And you know what? It's fucked up too. Come hang out with us. We're the real motherfuckers. In one of our episodes, Vacation Without Kids, Vanessa and I chat about a recent yoga retreat. It was peaceful, healing, relaxing, and not to be cheesy, but I'll say it anyway, it was life-changing. While the retreat is in the past, we are still reaping the benefits today. This was my second year going to Mudra retreats, and they did not disappoint. Everyone involved just gets it. They think of every detail. The sleepy, calm, and serene beachfront hotel. The food was beautifully presented and delicious. Oh yes, I miss their hibiscus tea. Our yoga teacher was a true inspiration. Each class with her taught me something different and expanded my curiosity with movement and with mindfulness. Reach out to us on Instagram, Real Motherfuckers Podcast, if you have questions on the retreat and we're happy to answer them for you. Yes, go to www.mudraretreats.com and use our link, RMFP, when you check out to support us. Being disorganized makes everything life and just harder. It just does. Your work day, your home life, your personal relationships. It saps your productivity, makes you overwhelmed, and leads to unhealthy habits. Perfectly said. (laughs) So thankfully, there are ways to avoid it. And the good news is that there's benefits of being organized are not short of exceptional. There's ways to get this done. There was this article that I read, and they cleared up some misconceptions about what being organized means. And our guest today will share with you the benefits of being organized and provide some steps towards getting there and also things you can implement today, maybe small things that can help your life. Mm -hmm. What does organized even mean? What does being organized even mean? So being organized means having a system in place to manage your life is the definition that I saw. That's Mm -hmm. the first definition that comes up. It goes far beyond mere tidiness and keeping strict routines. It's about being and finding balance and unleashing your full potential. So are you ready to jump in, Amy? Yeah. (laughs) For our first question here. Yeah, I love that definition because... I, you know, be, obviously we are, we're talking to you, Amy, and you have a business in which you help people organize their stuff, but I think we don't realize, or maybe we forget that organization is about our lives and how we feel inside and not just about our tangible things. It probably starts with our tangible things, mm-hmm. or maybe it's part of the the organization feeling mm-hmm. that we're trying to, to achieve, but I love that yeah. that definition because it kind of redefined or re-reminded me about like what organization really is. Yes. And I'm sure Amy yeah. has another insight of what it is for her. So I'm really excited to to chime her in today. So thank you for being here today and taking the time to help people and talk about this today. Yeah, my pleasure. So Amy, can you tell us you have um you help people organize their lives. Maybe you can tell us in your own words what what you help your clients do. Yeah, so a lot of times when people reach out to us, they don't even have a goal in mind and they don't they can't even put into words what they're looking for. They just know they need help. And so part of our strategy is just to meet them where they are. We're completely judgment-free, I mean, just as people in general, but also because we do this all the time. I have a lot of faith in my clients because if they're getting to the point where they are Googling, you know, organizational help, and then they're reaching out to me, a stranger, and they're inviting us into their home, I know that they are ready to make some big changes. I don't ask a ton of questions. I don't put a lot of pressure on them in any way. We just do what we do and it helps people feel completely relaxed. If people are feeling threatened or like feeling any sort of pressure, a lot of times that'll result in like not wanting to get organized or part with things that aren't serving them. So I think that even though we're an organizational company and we 
organized for people. Our goal is just to be um, like a support company, a people company. We want people to feel good while we're there and we want them to thrive once we leave. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's why a lot of people have come to you. And I feel that about you in general. Like I feel very, I, from Thank the you. moment I had a conversation with you, I feel comfortable with you. So I could see good. that being your company's motto. So do you good. find that people come to you for themselves or do you ever have people who are like, you know what, like my mom has a major problem. Can you help yeah. her? And what do you say to that? I say, let her, let her be. Okay. <laughs> if people are mm -hmm. wanting it for themselves. We, we will be there. We mm -hmm. will be there and we're there to support and we will make all your wildest dreams come true. Even things that you can't even fathom, but if it's for somebody else, a lot of times, um, the language that I will say is let them have their stuff, let them be messy. It, there's so much psychology that goes into what we buy, our spending habits, our hoarding habits, our, what we keep. There's even a lot of, um, physical limitations, like get, going through stuff, like, you know, separating things, taking things to the goodwill, putting things in the trash can be actually exhausting, like truly exhausting. Mm -hmm. And that's why we come as a team. If I'm sitting with a client and I'm going through one item, I, I try to make it so easy. Instead of like looking at a billion things, clear it out. I'm like, what about this one, one item? No pressure either way. And if they say keep, I'll grab it to one of my girls and they'll put it in the right bin. You know what I mean? Like we just like make things so quick so that all they have to do is make that decision. We'll never make a decision for somebody. But if it's like for a relative or somebody, somebody like that, I just say, it's just not their time unless they want it. And the best thing we can do is just love them and make them feel safe in the surroundings they have until they want to make that change for themselves. But if people love their stuff, just let them have it. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. Can you tell us, let's backtrack. Yeah. Um, how you started doing this. I mean, it is yeah. such an interesting route to go in as a job is to deal with other people's crap. Yeah. Cause most <laughs> of us don't even want to do it for ourselves. Yeah. So it's like for you to be this amazing person to say, man, I'm here to, to help people out in this situation. It takes a lot of, um, gumption to, to, to do that. I feel like cleaning in yeah. general. But I don't know why I love it so much. I truly, I just, it really lights my soul on fire. My husband and I, we have a full life. We have five kids and we have lots of things that we love doing. But this to me, my company is, I feel like it's my way of serving my community. It's something that I love doing and I love the impact that it makes. So it's just a way that I, I only work like once or twice a week. You know, it's not something I even really want to do or could do physically full-time. My focus is my family, but it's something that I just, I can't not do. So I started it. I've always loved to clean things out. I do have a parent who growing up loved to hoard. And I was always like sort of confused. I was like, we don't need, you know, like I, I was like, just like kind of like an innocent kid. I was like, well, let's just throw this stuff away. We don't need it. But I remember, and this is something that I'm kind of teasing out in my own life is just the psychology that kind of builds within us and how we approach the things that we own. And I remember wanting to get rid of something that had been a gift to me. And I was like, I, I think I just, I just don't really wear this. I want to get rid, get rid of it. And I remember that parent saying to me, like, your, the words were fine. She said, your grandma gave that to you, which I knew, but the tone was like, your grandma gave that to you. Kind of like the tone was like, you are ungrateful. You are, you know, all these things. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'm keeping it. And to this day, I still have trouble getting rid of clothes in my own closet. I'm not a perfectly organized person. And I have my own stuff that I need to take ownership of psychologically that makes me hold on to stuff because even though I'm great at organizing for other people, it's because I don't have an emotional attachment to it. I can, mm -hmm do it so quick and easy. My own stuff, it can, you know, I understand how my clients feel because it is difficult. It is difficult to get rid of stuff. We have so many layers within ourselves that make it so hard. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. The emotional attachment to things is real. And yeah. I think that when you said that to me, I, or to us, I rem remembered this moment that I had a friend over and I received a holiday card with the, you know, the really nice picture of, of their, of someone else's family and their smiling faces. And they took time to like put this together and send it to me. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And then I stuck it straight into the trash. And my friend was like, oh my God, that's what you do. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah I enjoyed I know. it for this moment. And then I let it go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people don't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm proud of you for doing that. I think that's like, you, you know, you, I feel like gifts are just a transaction of love. Like you receive that love, you have that feeling, and then you don't really need to keep the gifts just because somebody gave it to you. And just, you know, you're not obligated to hold on to something and store something in our limited time and our limited space, just because it was a gift, you know, mm -hmm. like you receive that love. That's what we can carry with us. And we don't have to keep the holiday cards or anything really that we don't want to. So my yeah. question to you is, you know, what you just explained about what your childhood was like, you know, having someone who had a hard time getting rid of personal items, was that something that really impacted your childhood? And is that what stemmed you to start this business? That's such a good question. And I don't know, I, I guess it must have, it must have, but yeah, I think <laughs> my, uh, the girls that work with me and I, we joke, we get such a high off of like doing what we do. We get so excited. We're like, we don't even need to do drugs because <laughs> we get, yeah. we get so much out of this. So maybe there is a part of my childhood, but I think there's also just at the end of the day, like leaving a family's home and everything's organized for them. The mom is like so happy. She's been stuck for a long time. She's like a frustrated mom or she's just like all these feelings or whatever. And we leave and she's just like, I know in my heart, like they're going to be thriving and they're not going to be getting in fights and they're not going to be looking for shoes. And she's not gonna be like, where's your shoes or whatever, you know, it just, it's like a tangible way to show up and like make a big life change for people. Yes. I don't know. It's just, it's just, I, I feel so lucky. I, I actually went to school to be a teacher and I was a teacher for a couple of years, but I like this so much more. This is your calling. Well, you are teaching, you're teaching people how to, you know, better yeah. organize their life and their family. And right. um, all the other thing that was that I read is, you know, and I didn't re really realize this until we were going to do this episode and I was, you know, researching yeah. organization and it's being organized is ultimately about giving you a sense of control, like having a yes. little piece of control in your life. It allows you to be more in charge of how you manage your time, space, priorities and workflows. So I think this is such yeah. a gift for mothers to have if you're able to have access yeah. to somebody like Amy to be able to, you know, if you don't have the time. Um, and it's, I mean, I don't have a big family budget, but I would say, man, I'm even thinking about saving and hiring her because I think I will get back so much time in my life to have mm -hmm. um, things in place that I won't have to search for it. It'll help me feel less, you know, cluttered mm -hmm. in my mind and the children will have a system as well. I think it's yeah, great. And it's definitely like, I, I mean, obviously it's my company, but I feel like it's, especially for families, especially for our modern age where we're constantly being marketed to, and we do get like a dopamine hit from shopping mm -hmm. and from receiving things. But in order to get rid of things, we actually some can feel a lot of negative emotions like guilt or shame or dread. We get frozen. So there's just layers of things piling up. Um, it's an investment, but I do feel like it's one of the best investments people can make. A lot of times too, when we're going through stuff, people are like, oh my gosh, I've been looking for that for years. Or, oh, I just reordered that. Or I didn't even know I owned it. Or, you know, we can be so stuck and frozen and we don't even know what we have and then we like walk into our garage and we're like I need to like clean this out but then you're just exhausted just getting mm -hmm. there because we're picking up all this energy from our items and maybe it's items that we don't want but there is a tangible relationship between clutter and the stress hormone cortisol with anxiety with depression you know when you go to like an Airbnb and you're just like there's like nothing yeah. there and you're like oh this is I feel so good yeah. I feel so free I you know, you only brought what you have in your suitcase, like your favorite, you know, sweater and maybe your shoes. And you're just like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go to the beach. Like, I just feel, you just feel so light right. and free and you're enjoying your life so much more. That's kind of like our goal with what we do is for people to 
not use their time looking for stuff, not use their time feeling stressed or depleted or just like exhausted. But to, I mean, life is short it is. and why not enjoy it? Why are we being, you know, burdened by all this stuff that a lot of the stuff that we hold on to truly has <laughs> no value, right? like none, yeah. none, even some of the, like the keepsakes from people or whatever, like ultimately it's not serving us and doesn't add almost anything to our life, which may seem extreme, but with the amount of homes that we've been in to see like the burden that all this stuff puts on families, I'm kind of at this point where I'm like, <laughs> no shopping, no extra stuff. Yeah. Like, let's just get back to our roots. Let's enjoy our life. And, you know, my kids are growing up fast and I'd rather, instead of being like, clean your room and let's like clean our whole house or whatever, like, let's go on a hike. Let's, let's spend time together wow. as opposed to living under an avalanche. You're saying a lot of great things about living our lives. And a, lo a lot of it sounds like it's a detachment to our things. And yes. I'm... Let's talk about that. When you go into a client's home and it's a stuff problem and it's also what you bring into your home problem, right? So like you were talking about spending habits, shopping habits, like how do you approach that subject with your clients of like, okay, I'm, like, I'm going to be here to deal with the stuff that you have now, but I can't help you with the stuff you're going to bring in after I leave today. Like how do we, you approach the the psychology, the, the, the habits that, that these clients have that obviously you need to break in order for this, this organization to keep up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't approach it at all. Okay. We actually just try to create like a perfect container for the very small window that we're there. And we have like a specific method of making sure everything in that space is accounted for and wanted. But I do have I do have a lot of clients who love shopping mm -hmm. and it brings them a lot of joy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, do it, you know, like buy and own whatever you want. That's the one thing that we can't do is decide what they're going to keep or how they're going to live their life in the future. But what we can do is make sure everything that they do own and their space that they're living in now is organized and as perfect as can be. You know, and I something came up for me when I woke when you were saying, you know, all this excess stuff and how it makes you feel. We talk about yeah. emotional baggage uh -huh. a lot. Yes. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. does that, and we don't have to answer this, but it's just something to ponder. Does our internal emotional baggage sometimes reflect our external baggage of what we want around yeah. us, right? Like the things that comfort us, uh -huh. the things that make us feel mm -hmm. safe. You know, for some of us, it is keeping everything and having it pile up because that yeah. safety for some of us, it is those single cards or items or photos or whatever, but mm -hmm. it's an emotional mm -hmm. linkage to these these things. And that's what the value is to these items. It's not the sometimes the dollar sign. It's the emotional baggage we mm -hmm. add to these items that we need yeah. to keep. And sometimes it depends on what your economic background could have been before you had those items. Maybe you had nothing. Yes. And so if you had nothing, you know, everything you have is a treasure, you know? Yeah. I remember yeah. with my mm -hmm. grandma... My mom does this too, but like it was very, very noticeable with my grandma who grew up very poor in the Philippines and we'd be in her house and there's just like stacks of like cardboard boxes, newspapers, all of the things. And it's this scarcity mindset mm -hmm. that I always understood, but it drove me nuts. <laughs> yeah. You know, and all of us have a comfort level, yeah. like she was saying to, and I, you know, a comfort level of what is clean to us, what is mm -hmm. too many things. And mm -hmm. I... I love your approach that you're letting people do it at their own pace yeah. instead of getting your own personal, you know, opinion on it. I think that's such an important, safe um, environment to invite someone into your home to do these things, to have less judgment. And I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. I mean, like when I'm in someone's home, I don't know everything. I don't know what's valuable to them. I don't know what lights their soul on mm -hmm. fire. And the only thing... The only thing I coach my clients on is just one thing, one thing at all. And it's um, whatever, like, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions today. Like, you know, this item, is it a keep or donate? And I always just say, you don't have to explain anything to me. You don't, you just tell me where your hands and feet, just tell me if it's a keep or a donate. Mm -hmm. And if it's a keep and they want to keep a ton of memories, 
We're going to put them all in a very special container, a plastic container with a label that says memories. We're going to put a lid on it and we're going to put it on a shelf and it's, they're going to know where it is and they're going to have it for as long as they want. So I'm actually not even really a minimalist. I am a very sentimental person. I keep a ton of stuff and my house isn't always organized, but I know how to make sure the stuff that I do want to keep is safe and accessible and visible. So it's not overburdening me. And I have clients that like on every kind of spectrum, I have some people who want to keep every single thing. And we're like, great, we will make it look fabulous. We'll put in a bunch of shelves. We'll put it in bins. We're going to make it beautiful for you. And then I have some clients who want to get rid of everything to the point where I'm even like, you, you want to get rid of like this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh, uh -huh. okay, let's do it. Like whatever you want, yeah. you know, like, but some people are so minimal and some people are so not. And I love it all. It's, it's all just like, it's all fascinating to me. I, I love, I, I don't know, maybe like, I just like love seeing how people work and just making their own personal preferences accessible to them. Mm -hmm. Is it that, is it her name Marie Kondo? Yeah. Uh, she says, does this bring you joy or does it not bring you joy? And I remember never right. thinking about organization yeah. that way until I saw that. I was like, what? So that I imagine yeah. that's pretty much, you know, what you're, what you kind yeah. of ask these people to do. It's like, what is the value of this for right. you? Right. Well, I like that. Right. that you yeah, I think. Too okay. Oh, I was going to say, I like that you no, said ahead. that you like things and you are sentimental because I think yeah. the reason why Marie Kondo, people love her, obviously, like she's helped a lot of people's lives. But I think a lot of people shy away from her or are like, fuck that. I don't want to do that is because it's so minimal and it seems so unattainable. Like people are like, I like my things. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, and I love when people have their own hobbies. Like we did a recently my friend's garage and she's a gardener. So we made like the most beautiful, like gardening area with hooks for her gardening bags. Like we can really enhance the things that really make people shine. Mm -hmm. Um, like, or like kids areas. I love doing like all the different toys and we'll put in like cube organizers and everything's like easy for kids to use. Like, it's really not about being minimal. It's just about everything being accessible and stress-free. And a lot of times too, um, like if I'm doing the decluttering process with a client, if I'm like holding something, I'm like, what about this? And, um, I can t like for how long I've been doing this, I can usually tell within like a millisecond, like how they feel about that mm -hmm. item, but I never pressure. I'm not like, I'm never like, get rid of it. Like, cause I don't know. I don't, and I ultimately like, I don't care. Like if they love it, keep it. If they don't, don't like completely up to them. I'm just going to make it happen. But I can usually tell like if there's a pause or if they're like, yes, or, you know, like I can tell like if they're not into it, I'm like, hmm, I'll try to massage the air a little bit. If they're like, I just, I'm like, you know, the, the less pressure I put on them, the freer they'll feel to make a more authentic decision. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whatever you want, like we have a place for it. We have a place for all your stuff if you want. But if I'm like, whatever you want, they'll be like, Ooh, oh my gosh. And then I think just having us there, like having that support, they feel, it's almost like too, like if it's like, I don't know, like if somebody has been through a divorce and it's like a wedding dress or something like that. And it's like, sometimes grief needs a witness, you know, and we're like, whatever you want, you can keep it for a memory or I can donate it to somebody. Cause there's like people out there in the world who would be so thrilled to have this stuff that's actually causing you a lot of like mm -hmm. emotional pain or stress. There's people out there that we don't, you know, we donate so much stuff every week into the community, which I love doing, but I'm like, do you want it or not? And just having us there, they'll be like, you know what? I just don't feel like I want it. And we will cheer for them. We'll be like, go girl. Let's, let's do it. Let's get rid of it. Let's move on. Let's step into this new chapter of our life. That's not really hindered by our past, but that's magnetic. And that's going to bring you exactly what you want. We don't need this stuff anymore. And they're like, you're right. I don't want it. You know, like, so there's like a lot of fun things like through the day where we can really support our clients emotionally and physically. Yeah. And, and you know, I was definitely, when you went, talked about grief, what came to my mind just now was, you know, if, if a parent has ever lost a child, have you ever had to deal with having to, you know, be there for them to organize or disorganize a room? Um, you don't have to get into yeah. specifics, but if, if that's something that you've had you know help someone get through um that must be hard to be there it, for them it is really hard so you have had to do it, it. is really yeah. hard um but again yeah and we have done that before 
and there is a heaviness that we can handle and we can show up for them and we can do this work to help them sort out and clear out and save really precious items in a way that's going to honor their child and also part with stuff that's not even necessarily honoring them but we are so honored to help so many people in really tough transitions and that is one of them um i remember when we first started our company there was a lot of single women going through really tough divorces that we were just like getting in there and just like felt so incredible so incredible to help women set themselves up for their new life and but yeah loss of a child is is brutal so so hard but it's also an honor to show up and help them in such a tangible way because wow. it's yeah it's I'm imagining that you're you're it's not an organization business it's a therapy business that you're running yes sometimes sometimes and I actually love that like I love like I'm excited to be on this podcast and I like talking about it but I feel like my my gift more is actually being like a listener <laughs> I really love listening to people mm -hmm. and I love hearing them and cheering them on and um yeah but yeah we we do we love to support people and i just i i think my favorite part about it yes i love organizing and yes i love working with a team of women and i love employing people and employing myself like such such a blessing it kind of came out of nowhere but just the feedback i get from like the day after or like the week after or the month after from our clients who are like my kids are doing better in school or my husband and i aren't fighting anymore or you know things like that that's that's kind of like my favorite part about that's this. the magic of why you do it you know and and yeah I've, definitely i've been listening and reading books and it says you know your dream helps other people achieve their dreams and i feel like this is a really good that. example of that like your contribution as a human being you're letting that dream shine and while you're doing yeah. that you're helping slowly everyone else with their dream um and it's yeah it starts with organization apparently because I, and I think it's your personal intimacy into someone's home and the energy you're giving mm -hmm. them and the love that you're giving yeah. them while you're doing it yeah. that that transfers, you know, to the gift that you're giving them. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's like I think, too, it's like I'm so I just feel so like grateful, but also I mean, just for, for like people to have us come into their home to the most intimate areas of their life and to trust us that much to like get into everything and like help them. Like, I just feel like this is, I don't know, such an honor. And I, I feel like it is, like, I, I know I need help in my own closet <laughs> and I'm still like putting it off. I'm like, I need my own girls to come and like make me do it. But I'm like, oh, I'm just like putting it off, putting it off. So when people finally like reach out and they're like, I'm ready for the help, I'm like, good for you. Yeah. It's not gonna, it's, it's gonna be a full day. We're gonna be working the whole day, but it's gonna set you up for a lifetime. Why do you think people put it off? Why do you think we do that? Why do you think we do that? Um, I think by the time people reach out to me, they're at such a level of overwhelm. Well, it depends. I mean, we do a lot of decluttering like garages and closets and stuff, but we also do like some fancy stuff too. Like we'll do like fancy luxury pantries and things like that. That's usually an easy one for people. They're just like, I want my pantry to be nice, but if it's like a decluttering one, I don't know. I think I'll, I can pick up on like how people are feeling when we get there. Like a lot of times they'll be like, oh my gosh, like I bet your house is so clean and it's so organized compared to mine. I'm like, not really. <laughs> I have five, I got five kids running around. And they make a mess wherever they go. Today, like every day is like a battle at the end of the day. I'm like, did anyone clean up after themselves? Oh, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> great. Like my house is messy every day, you know? So, um, yeah. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> why, do, why do you think people put off Why organized? do people put it off? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a certain level of overwhelm that they're just like, they can't even imagine or I think it's like maybe they feel embarrassed or they feel like where do I even start yeah but I don't know why people put it off probably a million different reasons a million different I think it's that like where it's having the time to do it and in, in this crazy schedule if you when you have children or even if you don't if you're you know working 
and you're feeding them yes. and it's, it's the daily of yes. cleaning your 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 general areas it's like i know i yes. organized some stuff myself but the only reason i did is because i had yes. vacation time and it's like most of us don't yeah. want to do it we on vacation we don't want to do that on our vacation i know <laughs> i know i don't either but i happened to yeah. have some extra days and i was just looking at it and it was just staring at me yeah this room and i was like all mm-hmm. right it's your turn. Oh my God. You know you what? Know? I take that yeah. back. I do want to do that on vacation. See? That sounds delightful. No, it's like really cleared me out. Like yeah, the pantry nice. and yeah. then, you know, our linen closet mm-hmm. is next. And I'm just, I'm every time I open it, I'm like, I know. I love you. I, I love you too. Let's just hang out in here, guys. Let's you know, just hang out in this like pantry. It's like when you are busy as a mom <laughs> yeah. and you don't have time to wax or yeah. shave your vagina. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, yeah, like when you're a mom and you're working, it's like you got your own priorities to get through the day and it's like dishes and dinner and, you know, like everything else you're kind of blind to just to like survive, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of things we can be very, very blind to. And then when we get there, we like pull everything out. That's kind of like part of the part of the process, pull everything out. And people are like, I had no idea I owned this yeah. stuff. But that's like the first moment of like, where people click in and they're like, all right, I have all this stuff. I didn't even know because I've been blind to it because I'm in survival mode. Yeah. yeah. It's time to time to get organized. I didn't even know I had all this stuff. Totally. And, I, and that's when I, I totally agree with you. And I noticed I was emotionally balanced and energetically balanced myself. And then I was ready to organize. If I was drained mm, or yeah. tired or mm-hmm. not in the mood to give, I was not going to be doing it. Yeah. You, have to, you yes. have to be like in a like certain frame of mind right. to do it, right? You got to have, yeah, you got to have a lot of energy too. Cause it's also easy to like start and get everything out and then be like, Ugh. oh my God, yeah. Shoot. Now I, I have to deal this. with this. this yeah. Now let's deal yes. with this pile yeah. of crap. Or I even put like in here. making piles. Yeah. Even making piles in your own home and then you're like tired and you're like, oh, just put it all back. You know, like it can be like so taxing. Yeah, for sure. To do your own. Well, you did your sauna. That was your storage. Oh my gosh. So we redid all of our closets and I was going to like declutter and like be mindful of what I was going to take out of it, out of each closet. Um, but I was like, if I'm going to do this, never going to happen. So I just like took all the crap out and then shoved it into our other closet. That's not going to be used or it was a sauna. And I left it there for like three solid months. I know. Because I was like, you should use your sauna. And then she took a picture. She, she I like, took I a can't. picture. I'll, I'll actually. Well, you know, my husband's probably going to die if I post that picture. But it was just like a, just like up to the ceiling of just stuff, which, yeah. I mean, like, can you tell us about some notable or memorable clients you've had that, um, you know, like maybe some before and afters of like, what was it like? What was the feeling? Do they have stuff to the ceiling? Do they have like, what are the types Mm -hmm. of clients you have? And maybe some stories that you can share about like the experience that you've had of um, organizing their lives. Yeah. I mean, we always keep, I mean, obviously like all our clients, like very like private, like it's like a very like private situation, but in general, um, we, I know our, it's actually like so sad. Like our, one of our earliest clients, she was going through the ringer, like divorce mm-hmm. and breast cancer oh. and all these things. Like she physically couldn't take care of her stuff. So her, I feel like with clutter, it's not really about like how much, it's just like about layers. Like there's like layers here and then there's more layers, like just like a ton of layers of stuff, you know? So she had probably three or four or five years of just layers of stuff because with the medication she was on and the transition she was going through, she couldn't even go in there. And there was, I mean, we, once in a while, we really deal with some really almost like toxic, toxic yeah. stuff, which is fine. We're not afraid of it, but, um, clearing that stuff out. We, it was actually kind of like a miracle day. I remember that one. She needed to move. She needed to downsize. She was going from like this really big, nice house to like a really small apartment because that's where her new finances needed to Mm -hmm. be and I remember it was like it was like a Wednesday it was like a it was like a midweek you know and I was like there's just no way we can get rid of all this stuff without some community support or something so I was like okay 
we pulled everything out and she's like, I don't want any of this. Like, and we had, she had like a three car garage. I think we'd only pulled out enough of one and it was just like so much stuff that like, I'm like, we, we're going to have to come back every day for a week unless we think of something. And I am like, I don't want, I want her to just be done in a day. And so I was like, well, we, we, I was like, we have to do a last minute garage sale. Mm. We need to do it like right now. And she was like, let's do it. So I took a bunch of pictures put it on Craigslist, put it on, you know, Facebook marketplace. And I was like, garage sale, everything's for pennies, you know, because hiring a junk haul remover service is like hundreds of dollars, like 300, 400, $500. But if you have a midweek garage sale, yeah. people are paying us money, you know, and we're like collecting all this money for her, which ended up paying for all our services, but also cleared out all the stuff. But I remember there, there's so many people and people came with huge trucks and trailers and they were just getting all of her stuff. And, um, I remember there was this like weird couple and they had these, like all these puppies with them and they were like tweakers and they were like trying to steal. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? They were like, Oh, they were like, Oh my gosh. Like trying to distract us and like saying all this weird stuff. And I'm like, you think you're stealing from us, but <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any of this yeah. stuff. So like do your, do your thing. And that like, I, I'm like, I see everything you're doing, but you're really only helping us. Yeah. So yeah. if you feel a high off of stealing from us, you're actually you're helping serving this lady. So take it. Um, but the, I remember feeling like really sad at that. Like once it was done, everything was cleared out. We like cleaned the floor. We cleaned out the fridge. Like we, it was like night and day, you know? And then all of her bedrooms too, were just like full of stuff, full of stuff, full of stuff. She had this gorgeous home. And I just remember thinking like, and I think about this once in a while, I wish we could have gotten there two years prior. I wish mm -hmm. we could have gotten there cleaned everything up before it was an emergency, before she had to move, mm -hmm. because she has this huge, beautiful home. We could have cleaned everything out. She could have rented out all those full bedrooms, you know, and probably made a full income for herself and been able to keep the house. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I just, that's something that I feel very protective of is in people's homes. Is like, I mean, all of us who live in California, it is not cheap mm -hmm. to own a home. Mm -hmm. And a garage especially is like such a huge part of our initial investment in owning a home and for some reason myself included we think of it as just kind of like a trash heap when really it could serve us in a million different ways like we have a lot of people like once we clean things out they put in a gym or they put in a sauna or they rent it out or you know there's so many really tangible beneficial ways that our home can serve us but because we collect all this stuff and then we feel too guilty or overwhelmed or burdened to get rid of it it's like there's such a, like an opportunity cost to life. Yeah. And so that's, that was one of our very first clients when we had that miracle day of everyone just like clearing stuff out. She didn't have to pay any junk haul removers. She ended up not even having to pay us because the garage sale covered it that's all. Awesome. And, but feeling at the end, like she was like crying. She was like, you girls are like miracle workers, blah, blah, blah. I was like, good. But also feeling that bit of sadness. Like I, I wish we could have been there earlier. Like her life could have been a little bit better, easier if we could have been there earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, junk, junk's a big deal. It's, it, it really can bring people down. It can. I, I also have another question and I'm, and I'm, I'm maybe I'm hollow, do using like my Hollywood side of my brain here, but has there ever been? Where is this question? <laughs> Where has there? I love a Hollywood brain. <laughs> you know how we like imagine something like yeah. it's possible. Have you ever gone into a home and it be like spooky? Like have spooky vibes where you're like. Well, you said something. You saw toxic things. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah, toxic things just means like rotten food. Oh, okay, and like, literally, yeah. Ugh. And like, like, like a lot of like. I mean, we <laughs> like a uh, dead mice, mm. which I don't deal with. That's like my big fear. But my girls can wow. handle it. Yeah, no, nothing too spooky. And if I do feel, if I did feel like a spooky vibe, I'd just ignore it and clear it out get your sage i would leave and go home after get your sage, get your sage. do you ever do you guys oh yeah do you guys yeah do oh yes. that? do you guys ever say you know hey can we light some essential oils or can we light do you ever do any of that stuff or is that not no your own? we don't okay. we just a lot of times just bring everything outside into the sun into the light and i don't know just our i i feel like just our energy and us being there is like the sage i mean maybe i should bring some mm -hmm. but no i don't okay yeah because I, I didn't know if you were like you know, clearing somebody's house and say someone passed. See, this is where it's Hollywood. 
someone's passed and you're yeah. in their room and maybe they pass there and maybe you feel a little something or like something's yeah. a little off. You know, you never know. There is something to that. Yeah. I've been I'm crazy like that. But I've been in rooms where people have and I'm like, man, I feel off. Like, I just feel like something staring yeah. at me. Do you feel that energy when you first like when you go into these homes and how do you how do you compartmentalize I do when that? I'm in my like. Yeah, I do when I'm in my like personal yeah. life. I really do. But when I'm at work. No, like, shut, shut it off a little bit. And we're like, yeah, you're in work mode. It's kind of yeah, like, shut I off. feel like, yeah, I feel like we bring like a lot of like calm intensity. Yeah. So like whatever spirits are there, they're probably like, oh shit. Like these girls are going to They're going to fucking ghostbuster so. this shit. We got to get out of here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of moms are listening to this or being like, okay, yeah. What can I do now? Like, um, yeah. I have a, and I also say- it's like. We as moms live in organized chaos. Okay. So like yeah. there, you have five kids, you know how this goes. We have kids, uh, multiple kids. We have animals, we have life happens and it can't look like a fucking Instagram picture mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you have any tips on like how to manage that? Maybe it's a mindset. Maybe it's actually dealing with your stuff in a certain way. What do you, what do you say to moms listening who want to have like a nice balance of like being okay with their mess and also like being somewhat organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say start small. Start small. So here's two. I'm going to give two like real tangible okay. ways to start small. If you're just like, oh, like this feels right. I know I'm being burdened. I do feel stressed out. I feel myself numbing out on my life, like on my phone or whatever, because I'm like so stressed by my clutter. If that's you, I'm going to get like, you don't have to do it all. You don't have to do everything. I think t- one easy thing would be like a, like a Target or a grocery shopping bag. Okay. And you just pick one room and you fill it up and with either trash or donations or just mix it together. We donate so much stuff to thrift stores and we are very eco-friendly. But if you're suffering right now, that's actually not good for the earth either. So fill it up with donations, fill it up with trash. Just like maybe do your kid's bedroom. It's going to be like actually so easy. You're like, no, 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 no. Do it when your kids are not there because your kids will be like, <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh, God. no, I like need this like broken crayon. Like I need, like they just like get insane. Yeah. Kids don't know. Kids don't know what they need. They don't. And they always thrive so much better in a clean and organized space. So you got to just like wait till they're gone. Get on your, you know, tough, like, I can do this, like, whatever. Fill up one, not a huge trash bag. Like, even that's, like, if that's too much to think about. A small shopping bag. Fill it with trash. Fill it with junk. You know, donate it if you want. You know, like, if it's old stuffed animals or old coloring books, like, donate it if you want. But if you just need to put it in the trash, just do it. Because this earth is going to do better if you're thriving as a person and you're not overbuying or doing random stuff because you're kind of stuck. Just throw it in the trash. Or here's another thing you do. Just pick an arbitrary number. Let's just say it's the number seven. It could be like, I don't need to like overthink it. I don't need to like, oh, like what should I do? Like I need to like think about this or that. Just pick the number seven. Walk in and be like seven items. Seven items. Okay, one is done. Okay, I only have six more. Two, three, blah, 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 seven. And get rid of it. And a lot of times that's kind of like going to get you into this momentum. You're going to feel a difference. And you're going to feel it in your emotions. You're going to feel it in your body. And you can build on top of that. Another thing to do is instead of a whole bedroom or a whole garage or whatever, just start in one junk drawer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A damn junk drawer. And set yourself up for (laughs) – yeah, set yourself up for success. So get a box. We all have Amazon boxes, okay? Or get a plastic (laughs) bin, whatever. Just get a box. Just get a box. Pull out the junk drawer and dump it out. Okay, now thing. everything's out Don't of there. Don't go it's through like, it. Ooh. No, I mean like you are going oh, okay. to, but just right oh. now you just gotta get it out. Okay? Let the drawer be because clear. once it's yeah. in, yeah, like when it's in the junk drawer, it's like it's like it's camouflaged. You know, like we don't even like what's in there. We don't know. Like we just close it. You know, get it out, pour it out, and then it's like oh, like we're all out here, and now you have to see me, and we're like, oh, I don't even, I don't even like this stuff. Like, yeah. ooh, like what am I thinking? Then. This is the next step, and this is not hard, okay? You just pour everything out. Two different containers, which is either your trash can or put it back in the drawer. Trash can or back in the drawer, okay? That's it. 
So you just pick up one item at a time. Like, let's say it's my jar. You find a jar and you're like, keep or donate, keep or trash. And you're like, trash. You know what I mean? Like just a simple trash or keep, trash or keep. That's it. One item at a time. Don't look at everything. That's when you get overwhelmed, have it in your box. And then you just like pull out one item. You can handle one item, trash or keep. It's pretty simple. It's easy. Just don't get yourself stressed out. If you can stay like regulated and calm and you can give yourself just one item at a time, you're going to feel so good. Yeah. And there's going to be a mostly trash in there anyway, at least 50%. Okay. So wait, do you have a junk drawer at home? Yes. How many? I feel like, um, I only have one drawer in my kitchen island. Oh. And it's like. The catch all. The whole thing is. Yeah, I mean, it's like I have the right containers in there, and it's okay, but I don't know with all my kids, because like I have my kids do like a chore every day, and so if I'm like clear and wipe the island, they just shove stuff in there, yeah. you know, which is fine, because I'm not just asking them to do that, but I don't know, I could probably clean that thing out once every two weeks and find yeah. junk, you yeah, know? Totally. So, do you have a Monica closet? That's just life. You watch Friends? Monica, she has that one horror closet that we all did not oh, think she would yeah, have. Oh, yeah, with the presents. Yeah, you, she'd open it, and it's like, well, it kind of looked like my sauna when I was yeah. doing that. Yeah. Well, I think that, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. That was her emotional closet, right? Yeah. That was her little alter ego. Do you have that? I mean, I mean, yes and no. I do. I mean, I, I don't know how. I feel like it's so weird nowadays because, like, every birthday party my kids go to, they're coming home with stuff. Yeah. Every Now every holiday, like, mm-hmm. it, it used to just be, like, Christmas, you know, but now it's like every Easter and Valentine's Day and, you know, every holiday, there's just like constant, I just feel like there's like a constant flow of items in, but we're not necessarily trained how to flow things out. So it just all gets stuck. So yeah, we, I mean, it just depends on the season of my life or the day of the week, but yeah, I feel like we all of a sudden have all this stuff and I'm like, oh, we got to. We got to get through it. We got to throw this stuff away. How did we get all this yeah. stuff? I don't feel like I'm a huge shopper, but stuff just piles up. And I think that's just the reality of our modern day. Yeah. And that's why we're here because I don't, I don't think it's natural for us to have this much no. stuff. I don't think any generation ever, like prior to maybe this one and maybe like our parents, like had to deal with this amount of stuff. And I don't think it's innate within every person to know how to deal with clutter and to know how to get rid of stuff yeah. or how to organize it. It's, I feel like it's just not natural to our human nature. I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. And I think it's really cool. And I'm noticing that, and I keep going back to this, but the reflection of what you own and how you feel, you know, and and really checking in. So if I'm like, damn, shit's getting crowded around here. I have to really realize, is it crowded inside of me? Yeah. How am I feeling emotionally right now? And all the, all the stuff you're allowing in. You know, when you put all that stuff in your shopping cart yeah. and you let it come to your house, I mean, like, you're in business because all of the online shopping is crazy right now. Yeah, you it's know, easy it's like, to be well, I mean, it gives us dopamine. Right. Like, it, it lights up our brain to shop and to buy and to get stuff. And then, I mean, I know Target too. Like, they are like, they make us buy stuff, especially for our kids. A lot of times we won't buy stuff for ourselves, but they're banking on the fact that when we go to Target, we're going to get an ego boost about buying things for our kids because it's like, we're a good mom. Oh my you gosh, I mean? yeah. So we're, a lot of our spending habits are so subconscious to who we are and we're buying all this stuff when we could instead keep track of what we already own right. and what they have and be like, no, I'm a good mom, no matter what. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a good mm-hmm. mom. Like I don't need to buy this random crap that's not helping us just so I can get that dopamine yeah and i think you know this episode is airing you know a few weeks after the holiday season and you know there's some stuff that was given to us or our kids that might not be used and i think you made a good point to saying you know it's okay to let go of things it's okay to donate these items that you will not use or like your card Uh, now Sorry, I know. Everyone. Yeah. Now, now give you a I know. Card, I'll now enjoy. I know when I spend the thirty minutes to write you a card, you're gonna enjoy it for a minute. And I'm glad I didn't give you one this year. Fuck that. I gave you my words. <laughs> Sorry. See, yeah, yeah. You, we could all be saving money by not giving gifts too. Oh <laughs> man, I try no, to implement kidding. that every. I mean, like I have a shopping, bringing stuff into my home problem that I'm like very thankful that we're talking to you because it's such a great reminder. Like when I was writing the questions for this, I'm like, oh my God, I yeah. have to deal with my own self 
yeah, when I think exactly. about this. You That's know? exactly. Exploring Absolutely. this episode was there great. There are so many, I mean, myself too, there's so many layers of our psychology that either a scarcity or trying to build ourselves up that have to do with acquiring items. Yeah, or keeping up and, with the Joneses, you know, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I, it really, it really affects us so negatively. Actually, a big part of my job sometimes is like, while we're organizing for people is um, calming down like marital Ma. fights. Yeah. That people, oh, you know, like while yeah. we're organizing a garage, if they're both with, with us, which I actually love when they're both with us, but like, they'll be like, you know, once in a while they'll be like, well, you're a hoarder. And they'll be like, no, you're a hoarder. No, you are. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> no one's a hoarder. You're both doing great. You guys can keep whatever you want and just like focus on your own stuff and let's have a good day. Oh, yeah. You know, so focus on a your lot own of our clutter, stuff. a lot of our stuff. That's a good thing to remember. Focus on your own shit. Yeah. Always focus on your own stuff. Yeah. We can be so empowered to just take into account, yeah, our own stuff. And a lot of times too, for some reason, like, like, especially as moms, like we are either going to be thriving in our homes or not, depending on clutter. So a lot of women will reach out to me. They're like, I want this so bad, but my husband won't let me. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> is he, is he the one like parenting all day and cooking yeah. all day and yeah. doing all this stuff? I'm like, do what you want, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Once in a while, husbands are like, oh, we can do it ourselves. And then they get, a, they email me like two weeks <laughs> later and, the, and they're like, my husband tried, but exactly. he actually couldn't. So make those motherfuckers so, try. And then they'll say, here, here, yeah. here's the check. Uh, let's, let's, let's have <laughs> yeah. Amy come. Yeah. And then it's always like the husband ends up loving it the most. I was at this one, this one, it was like maybe in December, maybe in November, I was cleaning it out and the husband was like, I don't know. I don't know if you like, if you like it to the wife, if you like it, whatever. And then like, and then I saw him like a week later. He was like, this has been the best choice for our family ever. Like, you are worth your weight in gold. I was like, you could have, yeah, you're right. I mean, you could have supported your wife a little more. Jeez. <laughs> so so if wives out there that want this service, maybe you should have your husbands listen to this episode. Or just make them make make take them, on the task of trying yeah. to organize themselves. Give them a date. Say, hey, bye. You know, whatever date this podcast airs, if you hear it, say, you know, in, 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 Three weeks, if our stuff's not organized when we do it together, let's call in a service. Give yourself an expiration yeah. date because if it's not going to happen, then it's not going to happen. Well, and also, it, we're not trying to say, everybody, you got to work with Amy. No. To, you know, and obviously, no. yes, th- this would be nice if uh, we, you guys worked with Amy. But I think that this is a message that's reminding all of us that it's okay to get help. Mm. and we should we should get help it's- and don't be embarrassed yeah don't be embarrassed yeah 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 mm-hmm. for sure i agree with that one um okay so do you always have the pressure to have an organized home because you have this business no <laughs> <laughs> tell us why <laughs> um i don't know i just I don't know. I, it's, I guess it's not my, my home is as organized as it's going to be depending on the season of my life. It's just not attached to my ego. Like my home's not really like attached to my ego. I like love this. I really, yeah. with my company and with my home, I really value people and relationships. And so if people want to come over, see my home, they're welcome. If it's messy. Yeah. I don't give a rip. I don't give a rip, you know, like it's messy or if it's disorganized, like it's not like, and nobody cares. And I feel like, I feel like both of you and me, like if, if someone were to invite us to their home and it was messy, we would be like, great. Yeah. Like I feel more comfortable. Like exactly. Just show, I feel like authenticity, like our authentic self, that's all we're looking for is human connection and people being authentic. Like if I go to someone's house and it's like so perfect and the person's like stressed out because they like stress themselves out cleaning and they're barking at their kids i'm like you know you can pick up on that yeah vibe, you know what? oh my god i'm so at guilty the home of is- that before people come over i'm like we gotta make this house look like nobody lives here oh yeah me too <laughs> and i was raised that way i was raised to have a very clean home like that yeah. was it is but i'm slowly striving for what you just said amy for me to not be emotionally connected to my home not to the point where it it's gross or you know i don't work on it but where it doesn't attach to my my ego mm-hmm. um because yeah. guess what when i move out someone else is going to do something else to that house mm-hmm. it's not going to be mine and guess what 
before I bought my home, somebody else owned it too. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's whether you pay a mortgage yeah. or not, or you're renting, you're still a renter, even if it's your mortgage. You're here for a short time. Uh huh. You know, you're here. Yeah. To like she said, enjoy your life. Enjoy mm-hmm. what brings you joy. And I think that will translate mm-hmm. back to your home if you're doing those things. There will be a moment to clean. There will be a moment to do all those things. But if you're not enjoying life and you're focused on all your stuff, mm-hmm. you're not living life. You're mm-hmm. just you're just buying stuff or you know stuff stuff stuff. Just buying stuff. Yeah. So that's so yeah. well said. Yeah. My I like my main my living room that I have. It is like it's pretty minimal. So like people come over, it's they can just like hang out in there, yeah. you know. But yeah, I mean, people do say that though. Like once we clean everything out, they say like, oh, I can host more. I can have more like human relationships. I can whatever. I'm like, good. Yeah. Like what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like I think we can't discount the effects of marketing like people like marketers there's like billions of dollars like tapping into our psychology making us you know fascinated with this specific item or that are just purchasing and feeling good like we can't be hard on ourselves just because we have stuff we can't be hard on ourselves because it's hard to get rid of stuff like this that's all like huge deep issues Mm -hmm. that are hard to to grapple with so you know i think just starting small throwing away a couple of things here, a couple of things there, you're going to feel that boost and less items around you. You're going to feel freer. You're going to feel less stressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can always hire us. We can get it all done for you and do it really quick and fun and easy. I do think we have fun when we're working. Like when the team and I go, like we'll make sure people are having as much fun as they possibly can. But yeah. Yeah. Like I said, life is short and relationships are really going to be what carry us through our life. And they say the healthiest people at the end of their life are the ones who have the best relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to invest in that. I so Love agree that. with you. Yeah. So agree with you. So should I, we, should we go to the last three? Yeah. Okay. So these ones were meant to be answered in a minute or less. And it could be even a word. Okay. Uh, the first one is what is the baggage you are working with to unpack? And this refers to the burdens you carry that may prevent you from moving forward or the negative thing you carry from your past. And you're the first guest to answer these questions. So what this used to be, what's this, in your purse? Well, this used to be a fun one with like, what's in your purse and what does it say about you? But I feel like it would yeah. be better if we went in a different bag route. Yeah. Where, <laughs> with you. With you. Um, and we are doing this starting and moving forward in, in 2024. It's, it's, you know, like what's your, what's the baggage that you've been carrying with you all your life that you always are working on? Unpacking. And we all have it. Yeah. You're the um I have a really woo woo situation yes. that I'm gonna share really quick. I mean it's a little vulnerable to me, but I also don't care. I just I I organized actually for a mom that I know and she was just like she's a really good friend of mine. I organized her kids' room and it was so impactful, it was so fun, we had the best time and she was like, Oh, I'd love to do an angel reading on you and I was like and my husband and I have done t- tons of therapy tons because we have five kids and we have three of them are adopted from difficult places so we've done so much therapy um but she's like i'm gonna do an angel reading on you and i was like oh that's okay don't worry about it it's fine she's like no really like she's like insistent you know she's like no really i really want to do this angel reading on you i was like she's like to pay you back and i was like all right well yeah i'll do it you know and she did this like reading on me in my heart and everything was right super woo woo okay yeah. Um, but it was like she went into my heart and she's all, I see at the top half of your heart is just the joy of life. You love to have fun. You love life. You love people. It's, it's great. But the bottom half, you have abandonment. And I was like, that's weird. I kind of like do identify with that, even though I was never abandoned. But my grandma was. Mm. She was adopted. And my dad was. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, it can like pass through that line. And so she cleared it. I feel like this is just a couple months ago. I feel like a brand new person. So that's a baggage. And it really like showed up in my life in so many weird ways. But now I'm in a vacuum of not feeling that way anymore. Yeah. And well, you adopted I three children. So and you're helping, you know, yeah, their abandonment. Their abandonment. Damn. Yes. Dang. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My husband and I are very connected to like, not just our kids, but like, like a lot of like different, like people and groups that are like orphan and orphan care. But um, yeah, so that's my baggage that I said goodbye to uh, late last year. And I'm in this like beautiful, sunshiny new place. So love it. I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm feeling like so amazing in my life right now. That's awesome. 
I thank you for being honest about that. And yeah. I like woo woo stuff. I yeah, we it. do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what What or who inspires you? That's the second question. And that's a wide question, but it doesn't have this. This has no hierarchy, by way. By the way, it doesn't mean it's the most important thing. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What or who inspires me? Um, probably. Okay. Probably all the girls that I um employ because they're way better organizers than me they are (laughs) they are just the best you know they are the best organizers and they're so kind and they're so loving and I'm like usually managing like all the people and the things or whatever but the way they show up and do their I guess the people that and then also my mom is like so inspiring to me she's so grounded and loving perfect Last question is, when did you fuck up as a mom and what did you learn from it? Oh my gosh. Well, as I mentioned, we had done tons of therapy because we had to. (laughs) I am so grateful though. I feel like they've been such a catalyst in my husband and I's healing. And I think we were preemptively dealing with some issues that could have been coming down the line, but we learned a lot about trauma. And we learned a lot about trauma therapy and we were doing that learning for our children, but then we also ended up doing it for ourselves. So what could have been us feeling so victimy or like overwhelmed or whatever, we ended up being so empowered and doing so much internal work. But that said, anytime, now that I'm like, have learned how to like regulate my nervous system and be like almost like unflappable to my kids, I... I truly wish I could go back in time and have done this work before I even had kids, but they're the catalyst, right? Mm -hmm. So I wish I would have never been an overreactive parent or upset about silly things. But the truth is I have been in the past and I have operated out of fear and I've operated in ways that I'm like, oh, I do not like that. But thank God, thank God for the smorgasbord of opportunities for all of us as adults to heal, process our own traumas, process our own childhoods and the things that aren't serving us anymore. Cause we've processed out a lot and I'm so much better for it. So I'm grateful that my kids have been my guiding light in that, but it's also like such a <laughs> night and day difference of like how I am now to how I was and then needed to get therapy. So yeah, anytime, anytime I've ever been angry, upset at my kids, I, I regret. Mm-hmm. And therapy has been the way that you've been working with it, which is so cool. I love that. And I think you made a great, great point that a lot of our anxiety and our reaction doesn't come just because it's stored in our nervous system. It's, it's the childhood of the yelling that happened, mm-hmm. or if you were hit, it triggers you because you're trying to resist it. But mm-hmm. in resisting it, you're, giving a quarter of it back maybe mm-hmm. so yeah it's natural thank you for being vulnerable and yeah. answering that question thank you mm-hmm. yeah and thank you in general this was yeah. this so was fun. fun i've never met anyone Yay. that does this as a profession and it when you when i found out that you did this i was like oh my god i was fascinated i, I admire your your approach to it, your just lively personality toward yes. it too. You know, I, oh, I, it, you. you live, you work in a business where things weigh you down, but I feel like your personality brings you, brings people up. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, and you. I'm looking That's at it in a different. The best compliment ever. So thank you so yes. much. Yeah. Well, we, good thing it's we recorded. So you can always us. listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Amy. We, we feel like we cut you off. You said you were to, for us to reach out mm. to you. No, that was just, I don't know. That was such a, a generous, kind thing to say. And yeah, I, if people at the end of the day can do this really hard work of sorting through stuff and they can still feel like incredible about themselves and like excited about their life moving forward, then I have the best job in the world. And I, I do feel like that for myself. Oh, well, you know, thank you for giving us another outlook on this. And I will be clearing my junk drawer possibly this afternoon. Oh, yes. And I will take pictures. Grab that Target shopping bag. And I will tag your business saying you are my inspiration. (laughs) (gasps) Should we all post a picture of our junk drawers? I think maybe. Mine might be embarrassing, though, but I don't care. I'll do it. (laughs) Done embarrassing things on this shit. It's not embarrassing. It's real. It's real. No. I can't. It's real. See? All right. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. 
<laughs> Thank you. It was, a, it was a pleasure, ladies. Thank you. If you'd like to keep up with the latest, see more shenanigans, or just connect with us, go to Instagram, where you'll find us at Real Motherfuckers Podcast. And also, if you'd like to see some real juicy mama boobs, you can see it in action on YouTube, also at Real Motherfuckers Podcast. And enough with the free Costco samples. You can start paying up. Actually, you can also just support us monetarily on Patreon, where you'll get some more cool exclusive content. And you can find us there at Real Motherfucker Fuckers Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we fuck up on this show. Yeah. Nothing's perfect. Hence the name. <laughs>